0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to our show. Oh, 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 no. (laughs) The Oakland Raiders dismantle, yes, barely, but we won the game right here at home. It's a great thing, because now we could go... That and more here on show 330. Okay, Raider Nation. On today's show, we will have the post game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Raiders went into their house and shut the door on them. A very nice game, except for a few things. You know what I'm talking about. We're gonna hit on that, and of course, the pre game for the San Diego Nutless, Boatless, Chargeless, Dead Batteries coming to our house for the final game of the season. It is going to be a rumble, to say the very least. That and the bone line on this show, 330. And uh, man, did you ever think that you'd be here this time of year? Well, on a quick note before I get started, Tim Tebow has been voted best neighbor to have. (laughs) M and Oprah Winfrey. What an honor that the accolades just fly for Timmy. Well, uh, God, this guy, I hate it. All right, here we go for the postgame for the, oh, 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 no. Ain't gonna happen, Chiefs. That's right, the Raiders went into Sparrowhead Stadium, and really, it was a battle of wills, it was a battle of penalties, and it was a battle of patience for me because, you know, in a game, there's so many times you can score, and there's only so many times you can have it called back. And the Raiders are just shy, 11 yards, mind you, of the all-time... NFL record for penalties and yardage in NFL history. Yeah, that's a great thing to be proud of. And knowing that and seeing the game, it was just that painful. It seems like whenever we get momentum, we get a penalty. Whenever anything good would happen, we get a penalty. We were penalized in every bad position. We are so fortunate that we got an opportunity to win uh, with DHB and the guy that came back, thank God that Moore's back in the lineup. That's a great ad. And uh, it was a grueling game. We played good football, but blew on penalties. I, I guess that's not good football. But um, that's what killed me, is the opportunities to score and the buffoonery that surrounds them, the lack of discipline in this team. I don't know what it is. I do know that the possibilities of having the highest penalties in history and higher penalties every season is statistically fucking impossible. I think the Raiders should sue. That's my point. I hope they do. Hope they gather some evidence and pull out Davis and shove those penalties up the NFL's ass cuz I'm sick and tired of it as a Raider fan. I understand we deserve some, but the rest of them are just fucking bullshit. And uh, excuse my language, but, uh, you know, I had a third alarm fire last night, and I'm dead tired. I'm sore. I'm sore everywhere. My hair is sore. I'm so so sore. I'm not singing the blues. I love going to fires. That's why I got the job. Uh, But, uh, damn, I'm sore and I'm tired. So if I sound a little scattered... So be it. Get over it, cuz that's how a roll when I'm blown out like today, man. I'm telling you, I've got like two hours sleep, but I digress. Let's face it, this was penalty bowl. We had 15 penalties in this game. Unheard of, unbelievable, and it's unreal that we won this game. I can't even freaking believe it. But we did. And uh thanks to Dennis Moore's 61 yard. Touchdown. Going deep and he's got more. Langford was beaten for the touchdown. A 61-yard strike. And the Raiders on top and no penalty flags on the field. He uses a timeout to dial up this play. Denarius Moore, look at this, against Langford. Langford just got caught flat-footed. And Moore has the speed to make you pay. Look at this. So
2: Flower turns him over to the safety at the second level of the defense. And Langford just doesn't stay with him. I keep telling you this team is not going to quit. I mean, I know I I sometimes get all the different things that are said, that we're left for dead, that we're not this, that we're not that. No, we're not perfect by no stretch of imagination. I understand that. But we are a group of men that will fight and that will keep playing. And we're going to play this thing out to the end. And um, we have a big game next week. At home against the uh, Chargers, and I expect this team's going to come out and play better than we played today. Uh, but a great win to our football team and organization, being on the road right before Christmas, coming up here in a hostile environment uh, against a good football team. A lot better team than
3: a lot of people think they are.
1: This was a sloppy game all the way around. I hope the Chiefs play better against the Hoes this week because we got to have them beat the Hoes. Timmy Tebow must go down. And he must go down hard. <laughs> anyway, it was an ugly game, but it was a win. Whatever. We'll take it. And that's all I have to say about that. All right, the pregame for the boltless, nutless, chargeless dead batteries. The Chargers. Well, Raider Nation, the stage has set. The actors are in place, and all it is left is the game to be played. The Oakland Raiders have an opportunity, after squandering several earlier this season, to go to the playoffs. We need to have, like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs must beat the Broncos, and then we must beat the Chargers. Now, The Chargers are sore. The Chargers are pissed off. They had six losses in a row this season. It took them out of contention, and they would love nothing more than to spoil our party. Now, let me say this. Last time we played these characters, we took it to them in San Diego. The score was not indicative uh, to the beating that we put on them there. Of course, the penalties hurt us again in that game. But we beat them. We handled them very well. I think the Raiders do always rise to the occasion when it comes to the chargeless chargers. Here's Mike Cypress.
2: A block! The Raiders blocked the punt, and it's out the back of the end zone for a
1: safety. They had a chance for a touchdown.
2: They block it again! The Raiders block Cypress' second punt in a row.
1: Bush puts a hurt on him every time he plays. I hope this consistency continues this Sunday. We must win this game. I say this every week. But you guys know how important this game is. There's a slight wild card chance. That's, you know, like I say, if the moon is aligned with with Saturn and Mars and Uranus, it'll work out. I hate having things be that way. I don't want to have to depend on someone else to take me to the playoffs. It's always better to have your own destiny in your own hands. Now, the Chargers have had a hard time with their offensive line, and Phillip Rivers has been getting beaten. He does get the ball out and still continues to put up yardage, and I mean a lot of it. Antonio Gates, Eric Weddle, I mean, they got some good players. Gaither has just been picked up as an offensive lineman from uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Defensive line will win this game or lose this game for us. Pressure on Rivers is the key to this matchup. He will torch the living daylights out of our secondary if we allow it. We cannot let rivers go free and they're running the game a lot better. In the last few games, they've been really putting the ball on the ground going for the run. I expect them to try to set the pass up with the run and continue with the run if they have any success to keep our offense off the field. Now we're not a powerhouse point savvy team. We don't slap up 36 points, but we better this game. The fact is If the San Diego Chargers come out early and put 14, 21 points on us, we are going to have a very hard time coming back from that. The Oakland Raiders need to, must to, have to come out fast and early and put some points on the board, and I don't mean field goals. They must work the clock with the run with Michael Bush and let their wideouts toast The San Diego Chargers secondary, because as good as they are, Moore, Darius Hayward, Bay, and Ford will roll them up and smoke them. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) You know what I'm talking about there. I believe our wide receivers will be able to take them down. Now the Oakland Raiders have to run the ball as well. Bush is 89 yards shy of a thousand yard season, 89 yards. And let me say congratulations to pro bowlers, Leckler and Janikowski. Congratulations, man. The best part of our team. I know it's brutal to say until we start winning, that's what's going to happen to change this one. I'm telling you right now, look, what we need is a good running game. And what's going to help that is, and I've, I'm sick of not seeing this, and I'm going to go on a rant right now. Where the hell has our tight end been? Where is boss? Where is this character, or do they even want to use him? What about Brandon Myers? This game, we definitely must use our tight ends. It would be a big surprise. and It would be something that will work very well underneath on the Chargers. I think our, our tight ends must be utilized way more than they have been I think that's a weak spot in the Raiders' passing game, and we need to start using those guys a lot more. Do I need to say we we have less penalties? Do I need to say anything about penalties? Now, if you're going to have 15 fucking penalties in a game, you better win the game because as a fan, I don't want to see that ugly, sloppy play, but I need to see the W. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you're going to get a 15-yard penalty, you better get some blood along with that pot, and that may be a vital organ because that's what it's going to take to pay for that penalty. The games are killing us when we're losing yardage, 150 yards a game, 130 yards, game, and penalties can't happen. We can't have it. You know we'll break the penalty record. You know it'll be a big fanfare and a big ha-ha. We need to win this game for many reasons. One of them is I'm bringing my whole damn family to the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And I bought playoff tickets. That's right because I have faith that the Raiders are going to pull through, and uh, Kyle Orton is going to slap the living daylights out of Timmy t Bag, and we'll be on our way to a first playoff game since 2002. Ain't going to be pretty. But I don't care if it's pretty. We need to win. We're getting our team back, they're getting healthier, and it's a perfect time for us to get healthy quickly. If we could just get DMC back. If Darren Mcfadden could play this game, that would be magical. That would be an incredible blowout. I I can't even believe if he could play this game it'd be great. I don't believe he will. I think he's probably out. Uh, but, man, we need him back. All right, let's let's uh, let's cut to the chase. Romo was with us during the football hour today and sounded pretty optimistic that McFadden and Ford would play. What, what's the latest on those two guys? I wouldn't be
2: so uh, ex- optimistic about Darren McFadden, but good news on the Jacoby Ford front, if he was back at practice uh, for the first time, guys, uh, since uh, he left the game the last time that they played San Diego. So that is good news. Uh, in terms of Jacoby Ford no McFadden however on the field I think Ford's going to try and give it a shot
1: Ford's going to give it what does that do what okay so probably not McFadden but Ford comes back and obviously we remember he had a good rapport with Carson Palmer he had caught that 40-yard pass against San Diego and then hasn't been seen seen of since what in, in your mind what does he bring to the table
2: well, it's another playmaker for, for those guys. Bottom line, and he made a big play on the play that he was injured, actually, in that game in November against San Diego. It's just an ability to stretch the field. It's an ability to have a guy that they can throw the ball too short. They can get yards after the catch, and it's something else that, you know, they've been able to play a little bit of smash mouth as well against the Chargers, and I think it it sets themselves up nicely to try and pound the ball on the ground with Michael Bush and then just have another dynamic player uh, to give it to in addition to Denarius Moore, who's come back in recent weeks. So I I think this is a pretty good matchup, and it gets even better with Ford on the field.
1: J.D., having the threat of those types of guys is, is just as significant as actually getting the production, which you probably wouldn't get anyway.
2: Yeah, that, that's exactly right. And I think that's what you saw more so in getting Denarius Moore back uh, against the Lions. And even against Kansas City, although they didn't play a, a great offensive game, they were able to hit a deep ball to Denarius Moore. They were able to use the the, the threat of the running game to set up that play-action pass off of a, off of a fake handoff and really a fake reverse that went to Darius Hayward Bay in overtime. So even in a game where they didn't do much offensively, the threat of being able to throw the ball deep played a big role in winning that game and and being in that game and having the lead, as they did, by 13 points with seven minutes to go against the Lions.
1: John Dickinson is joining us, our Raiders insider. You can follow him, by the way, on Twitter, uh, at JDJohnDickinson for all your Raiders updates. He does a great job on Twitter keeping you up to date on everything that's going on as far as the Raiders. Uh, Being around the team this week, what is the mood like as they get ready for basically a playoff game this weekend?
2: Yeah, I think it's one of optimism. I think it's a group that, you know, for many guys, guys that have been around, it's really the first opportunity for them to to play and have a shot at getting to the playoffs. And you look at guys like Tommy Kelly, you look at guys like Stanford Rout, Michael Huff, you know, they haven't been in this position, and I think they're really relishing the opportunity. It's funny, also a guy like Shane Leckler, who made it to the Pro Bowl, he put it in a little bit of perspective today for himself because he was there and came into the league as a a rookie on a team that was, you know, on the uptick, and a playoff team that, ended up losing the snow game in New England, ended up losing in the Super Bowl, and then didn't have much for her, really the next eight years of his career. And now he's back and in a position, and he's really been, I think, a little bit vocal, as odd as that may sound because he's not the typical punter, but in a little bit of a leadership role in saying, hey, you know, let's not let this opportunity pass. Let's put ourselves in every position that, that they possibly can, that we possibly can as a team, uh, to, to try and get into the postseason.
1: J.D., among the guys that are on the team and have been with the team the entire season, young guys, veterans, what have you, are there a handful of guys that you've seen grow into leadership roles to where they may step forward this weekend before the game and rally the troops as opposed to just the guys that you would expect, Richard Seymour, for instance?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, a guy like Tyvon Branch has really, I think, emerged as one of the the defensive leaders, and he was selected to be a a Pro Bowl alternate. Uh, I was somewhat surprised. I actually think he's been their best defensive player as a whole this year. I mean, Tommy Kelly's right up there. Branch is somebody that I think has emerged. But, uh, you know, it's kind of the the usual guys. I think uh, they have some, some leaders in particular, on the offensive end, uh, from maybe some unlikely sources, a guy like Samson Satelli, who's, who's there playing the center spot, I think that's a, you know, a spot because they've had so much change uh, throughout the offense. I think he's emerged uh, into a leadership role. Michael Huff is another guy that, that, that's been around and been injured quite a bit, but he's emerged, I think, in that role a little bit. Uh, they've got a lot of guys that, that do it in stages, I think, which is a little bit unique.
1: Like I said, man, this game comes down to pressure. If we don't pressure Phillip Rivers, this game will not happen. They will pass the ball and just destroy us with points because that's what San Diego does, and they can do it. They beat the Ravens this year, and the Ravens are no slouches.
2: But this is it. I mean, this is the final you know, game, and, and I'm going to tell you, they're going to lay it all out there. So we're expecting deep balls, double moves, screens you know, uh, using Matthews. Uh, you know, using Tolbert, they, they they do a great job with their screen game, and then uh, you know we we've just got to be smart. But the first thing you have to do, their deep balls come off the play action, so you still have to stop the run. I mean, you have to stop it even with Philip. You know, we're expecting Philip to put the ball up there pretty good. So you know, we're
1: we're expecting their a game. We really are, we're preparing for their a game. San Diego is a very formidable team. They are coming here to spoil our season. That means they're going to be relaxed and ready to go. Our team has got to be ready to kick some Azulito here. And I don't care what it takes. If they got to put 15 penalties on the board to win, so be it. I don't care. We must win. And I'm sure it's going to come down to another, you know, gut wrenching finish where we're all wondering if we're going to make it to the edge of the precipice. I don't care, as long as we win. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the Bone Line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. i am running out of gas here, folks. <laughs> Doing my best. Uh, but, hey, man. I am so glad, and I'm proud of the Raider Nation, man. I'm glad that you guys call in. It makes me feel, makes Randy and I feel great knowing that you guys can vent. Uh, It's a great, it's not only you guys venting, but when you vent several thousand people that hear it, they're saying, damn right, because they won't call. So it's good to have callers. Uh, Believe me, when you vent, we all vent. Uh, It's a very cool thing. I love this community. I love the Raider Nation. Don't forget to get on our site, www.raidernationpodcast.com. We also have raidernationvideocast.com. Check that out because Randy has done some vast improvements, and you guys know about the site. You know how brutally awesome it is for your Raider news. So check it out. He does a great job, and it's a lot of work. All right, so who's the first caller of the show? We got Raider Dan from KC. I love this guy. You can hear and feel and you know what it was like at Sparrowhead. What's happening, buddha?
4: Raider did Greg? Where Randy? I'm loving this Kansas City Raider fans are off the chain, baby. Hey, I want to give you a head count. My own personal estimate being out there. There was between 25 and 30,000 Raider fans. I told them punk-ass Chiefs fans at the job. I told them, I said, hey. I said, baby, let's call it a blackout, baby. We blacked out that fucking stadium. Fuck the Chiefs. We bringing it all home. Hey, it's been a tough season. Lost our owner. The original Raider. But we bringing it home to them. Just win, baby. Raider Nation.
1: I You got to love this guy at the workplace. You know he's a barrel of laughs. (laughs) Great call, brother. Good to hear from you. Thanks for representing, you know. And next we have from the Windy City, the Troll from Chicago. What's up, my brother? Merry
3: Christmas, Raider Nation from the Troll in Chicago. Very ugly win, but a win is a win. We'll take it. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. I got what I wanted, a Raider win. Still surprised that they're not using their tight ends better. No passes to boss, and I don't get it. I mean, we went after him aggressively to replace Miller, and uh, we're not using him at all. We're going to have to play a lot better next week if we hope to keep our hopes alive. God bless you all. Merry Christmas, and uh, go Raiders.
1: Those are my thoughts exactly about the tight ends. I've been complaining about it uh, for some time, and it's just getting to be ridiculous at this time of the year. We're not using our tight ends. Everybody is tight end freaks. I mean, look at uh, the Patriots are really successful with the tight end groupings they use. I don't understand it. I, I'll never understand it because we did put a lot of money in that man's pocket, and he has shown very little. Either it's him or it's you, Jackson. I don't know what it is. But it is a mystery. We do need to use them. Thanks for the call, my brother. Merry Christmas to you as well. I hope you got everything you wanted. I got a win, too. And next we have Raider Eric. What's happening, brother?
5: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Eric. That was a win we needed very much. And good news happened today, too. Broncos lost. Chargers lost. So, Chargers are out. Chiefs are out. We're still in the playoff hunt right now. We just got to win out. And by winning out, we got to beat the Chargers next weekend at home. And we've got this game under control. I mean, what more can you say about this season? We're going to be in the playoffs if the Chiefs can beat the Broncos next week. I know we can beat the Chargers. We need one more miracle to happen, and we're in the playoffs. We're just one win away from entering the playoffs, boys. Raider Eric from Sacramento, California. Go Raider Nation. I'm out.
1: Well, that's right, Eric, man, because uh, we could go to the playoffs, and they're selling playoff tickets, which means we definitely could do it, man. Let's just hope it happens. You know what's in our hands, and we've dropped it before. We need to win this game. Next is a very cool dude, man, he's ultra Raider fan, my good friend, Raider Jaime. He's a lord of Bakersfield, baby, you know it. What's up, Raider
2: Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, is Raider Jaime calling out Bakersfield. Just want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, for damn fucking sure, we'll be in the postseason after January 1st, I guarantee you this, my brothers. You guys all take care and stay warm and uh, have a great uh, holiday
1: season with your families. Go Raider Nation. Now there you go, man. Did you feel that? I know I did. Thank you, my brother Jaime. Thank you. I hope all is well with you. Hope you had a great holiday season. Uh, You know, right from the heart, partner. Next, a very familiar voice and very wise Raider fan, my good brother Houston. Raider Steve, what's up, brother?
4: Hey, Raider Nation. I just want to tell you that was a great win in Kansas City. Yeah, I remember last year I was up there on January 1st, New Year's game. was about 27, 28 degrees, coldest game I've ever been to, professional college. Coldest Raider game. I was up in the upper deck, chief side in the shade, wearing my thermals, my gloves, hat, and everything else. But I tell you what, any win in Kansas City is a great win. Let's go out and just win, baby. Take care of business against the Chargers. By the way, that was a nice uh, Christmas gift also, the Detroit beating San Diego. Just wish that uh, Cincinnati would have lost, but can't have everything. We almost hit the trifecta, Quinella, whatever you want to call it. We did hit the trifecta, just not quite the Quinella. All I can say is, uh, go
1: Raiders! See, he always lays it down. The wisdom comes down big time. Houston Raider Steve, man, it's good to hear from you. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Uh, You know, brother, thanks for the call, man. Next, someone I haven't heard from in a while, but it is always good, my brother, Raider Damien uh, from Plaza County, by the way. What's up?
6: Raider Randy, Raider Damien up here in Placer County, California. How you all doing today? So um, after that uh, KC game there, I can see why people do drugs. I think I'm going to start because that was so fucking intense uh nevertheless um it ain't over yet folks but you know what we got to win so it's easy to talk about all the different scenarios out there and all that other bs but the bottom line is we got to take care of our business we got to take care of it at home and we got to take care of it on new year's day and this is my shout out to all of the raider nation get your ass to Oakland, California. We need every voice in that stadium yelling, screaming, making some noise, and supporting the Oakland Raiders. So that's it. That's my shout-out. Actually, I have one more shout-out. The last nine minutes of that KC game, Our offensive line was off the frickin' hook. They played inspired. So I just hope that that carries over, and I hope that we get a couple other uh, nice little things that happen, you know, maybe some McFadden out there or something. I don't know. But one way or the other, get your ass out to Oakland, everybody, this coming weekend. We need you out there. Bye, y'all. Take care.
1: You can damn well see why people start taking drugs. Just say no to penalties, baby. (laughs) Because you're going to have to take some drugs (laughs) on this team, I'll tell you. I feel you. Thanks for the call, my brother. And next, a very good friend that I see at the game often. It's good. Not often enough, actually. Raider Frank, the cool dude, man. He's always around. You got to check him out. What's happening, brother?
4: Raider Nation. Hey, Greg, Randy. This is Raider Frank calling in. Hey, man, how can a game make someone so pissed off? This game was horrendous. We won, but in an ugly way. I guess a ugly win is better than a loss, but still. You know, things got so bad there, Raider Shaw had to leave the room. Anyway, this game, I don't know what to say. The defense, these guys, it's the end of the year, and they still don't know what coverage they're supposed to run. The defensive backs, the safeties are still looking at each other, deciding what, what's going to happen, what, who they have to cover. They still don't know. I agree with you, Greg. Spreading the hand has to go. I don't know what's going to happen in the offseason. You're right. They should probably bring in somebody right now. But this team, they got to go all out against San Diego, make, maybe make a last-minute push, and hopefully they'll get into the playoffs. Let's uh, – Let's go, Raiders. See you there, Greg.
6: Bye.
1: Oh, I know Raider Shaw was pissed. I know she got up and said, like, like fuck this. <laughs> oh, maybe not those exact words, but you can tell me later, Frank. It's good to hear from you, brother. I hope you guys had a great holiday. Thanks for the call. Next, another very good friend. Hey, you guys are all my brothers. Raider Chris from Scranton, PA, man. What's going on back east, brother?
7: Raider Nation, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, this is uh, Raider Chris Scranton, PA, just calling about that game against the Cuis. Uh I must say, I'm very happy to be calling in and finally giving our boys props and saying that we finally have a, a win under our belts again. I was getting tired of calling in, bitching and moaning and complaining about this team and this and that. It's good for a change, especially around the holidays. Uh Definitely a good way to start off my Christmas. But uh, I'm still not giving our defense any props, that our, our cornerbacks and safeties, because they they got to shape up. We, they seriously do. Uh, as far as Seymour, he finally came through huge for us. So uh, way to get back on the team, Seymour. We definitely need you. Tommy Kelly, of course, being a monster, loving that. Curry, Wembley, and even McLean. So our front four and our linebackers are are outstanding, and it's like it's like the announcer said we have some dominant names on our team to where we should be playing a lot more better. So that's why I'm kind of bitching about the cornerbacks and safety issue because they got to get their shit together. And Giordano, man, he he he's pissing me off. I, he, what do he get hurt falling off the over the ten yard line like? I, he I just don't like the guy. I wish we never signed him, but we do need help there. So I guess signing him wasn't the worst thing. Uh, as far as the offense, goes, I'm still not buying Palmer. I'm really not. Yeah, when he when he got the time, he could throw the deep ball, sure. But so can me and you, Raider Greg. Uh, maybe not as pretty, but uh, they gotta give Bush the ball more. Like I'm, I'm, I don't understand how they just stop running the ball as much as we do. It especially with our our injuries at wide receiver. It, I'm and if Bush is getting tired or if he's hurt or needs a break or or whatever, we have Marcel Reese and we even have Cartwright you know, so I don't, there's, I don't understand our running game, I'm not buying Hugh Jackson, so I'm kind of pissed off about him, Bresnahan, don't like the guy, get rid of him, but I mean, all in all, this week goes our way, we can win this division, there's, there's no reason to, we do, we actually have to root for the Queese this week, but I guess as Raider Nation, we can, we can suck it up for, for once, it's going to be tough, but, uh, Silver and Black, hopefully are back, and we can win out on this division, uh, very happy about the win, like I said. So, uh, let's take it. Let's take There's no reason why we can't beat these goddamn Chargers. You know what I mean? Time to, time to take out the lightning. Fuck them. All right, Raiders Nation. I am out like that fat girl with the Let's go, Raiders. I am out.
1: Well, man, you know, play calling has been suspect all year long on the offense and defensive side of the ball. Hugh Jackson, I think, is still learning, believe it or not, even though he's been coaching forever. And Bresnahan's got to go. We all know that. The defense did play okay. But Giordano, I like him, man. He's making some great plays. Hey, man, he's doing a lot more than some of the players on this team. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have Raider Marine from Atherton, PA, man. What's happening? It's a little cold back there, I'm sure. But you are Raider Nation. What's going on, man?
3: Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Marine from Allentown, PA. Just calling again, second time calling in here. Want to let you know uh, this time I appreciate uh, new to this uh, podcast, listening to it, obviously want to make sure I send out my appreciation of another outlet for us Raider fans and a new dimension for the Raider Nation, uh, letting us voice our opinion and our emotions. Okay, today after a week of beating the crap out of Queefs, I'm a little excited about our playoff chance. I think Kyle Orton's going to go in there and get his sweet revenge that he needs to get against the team that cut him for the tea bag And he's going to leave Tim T-Bag making his own tea with his own bag, if you know what I mean. And as far as the Raiders, I think they got a good shot at making it. And I just want to know, I'm pretty excited about the little homo wink that uh, Mr. Bubbles gave out about uh, McFadden possibly playing this week. May not be in the best shape, at least we can use them as a threat at some point or some fashion. Uh, let the other team start thinking about what McFadden can do. Um, pretty much all I got this week, just want to again. Uh, hope everyone had a excellent holiday, excellent Christmas and a, a safe new year coming up. And uh, let's all uh, root for the Raiders this weekend. I think they're going to do it. I think we're just going to squeak in. And uh, the Raiders right now remind me of the Gollum from uh, the Hobbit, looking for their precious, their precious ring. Hopefully, they can find it. Anyway, boys, ladies, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, I'm out.
1: It is truly great to feel that we have an opportunity to make it to the postseason. It is also great to know that we have all of these weapons back. It'd be nice. To see if McFadden could play, I know I have a real strong doubt, but man, you just don't know. I wish we did know, because it would make things a lot easier for me, uh, this Raider fan. And thank you for the props, man. You know what? Randy and I take great, great pride in allowing the nation to speak. I mean, that's what I'm all about. That's what we've been all about the whole time. There was no outlet for you guys. There was no outlet for me. And... uh that's what we're all about up in here, man. It's a great thing. Thank you for the props. God bless you and yours, and have a very safe new year, brother. And next we have a very, very solid and most poignant Raider fan, my very good friend, the Surface Raider.
0: Hey, Raider. Great, Raider Nation. Um, this is the Surface Raider. Um, it's been a long time since I've called. Uh, I've been away doing Navy stuff. I'm back now and I've arrived back at an interesting time. Um, playoffs. I think we said playoffs. We could actually be there. Um, a week to go and we're poised. All we have to do is win the next game. Um, Denver lose. Or to be honest, looking at the wildcard picture, um, I can see that working out for us quite easily as well. So uh, certainly everything to play for. Um, one of the key things that you guys do is allow the rest of the nation here to vent so I'm going to have my quick go at that and it's a bit of a roundup because I've been away for a while so McFadden, he's been great when he's been playing Um, at this stage to be honest with the injury he's got I've been inclined to leave him out and look for next year and I think that's how I feel about the back end of this year frankly is uh, there are so many unanswered questions about this team we've just got to leave it and see what happens next year. The Carson Palmer trade, would I evade that? Frankly, I don't know have the balls. Um, if it works, it's going to work. Um, and if it doesn't, it won't in a big way. But I don't think we'll know about that until the early games of the next regular season because he needs some time to adjust. He needs a receiving court who are fit. Um, and there's a lot of developing to do in that line. So I think uh, everything could really work out with Palmer or everything could really not work out. And it's far too early to say. Uh, pleased with the way Hayward Bay is going. Um, I always said that we need three years to develop a receiver um, coming from where he is. And he's now getting to the stage where I think he can hold a place in the team, uh, and that's certainly good to see. He's not he's not the breakout star you'd expect from a first round draft pick, but um, I think we may get many years of, of valuable production out of him, and, and that's certainly a plus. Um, looking at the the problem areas we've got, um, <laughs> the the defense are just shocking. Um, the, the the games where our pass rush doesn't make it happen, we just get fucking shredded,
7: um,
0: and that that secondary. Yeah, we all we all sucked in the breath and we didn't shell out the money to keep Asomar and we're getting cane for it now because um, it must have been disappointing Christmas for the families of our secondary because they can't cover shit and those presents would have given it a game away. The safeties are playing well. Branch, Giordano's done a good job as well for, for a guy. Um, he's he's not overburdened with natural ability. He's playing his hearts out. Give those guys a sandal hat and a mint They'd play their fucking asses off. Um, linebackers, Aaron Curry. Um he's up and down, isn't he? He really is up and down. Um, Great great against the run, I think. Um, He's got the speed to get in there, but fuck me, the guy's stupid. I mean, seriously, he has no brain. Um, Again, he can't cover shit, um, and that's going to be an issue. Orlando McLean, uh, also, what the fuck was he thinking? Now, I've never been to Alabama, but I don't know if you have different funerals than the funerals ones we have in England, and I know you guys are a little bit more relaxed when it comes to guns but in our funerals there's an amusing anecdote about the deceased a buffet and a piss-up in your funerals there seem to be like pyramid funerals i mean, what the fuck's going on there does every funeral have to create a new funeral i think we should stop him going to funerals because it's clearly not right and that's that's really all i to say about that And also there have always been two rules to win a raider they turn up on sunday ready to play and stay out of jail the number two is only there because it affects number one and frankly He's in danger of breaking number two, because I can't imagine that the Alabama judiciary are that relaxed, that they're going to let him walk on this one. So who knows? Who knows where that's going to end up? Um, I'd better finish up because I've been going for a while. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Uh, in summary, I'm, I have to say I, I'm, I'm really pleased with the way the season's gone, given the way um, things went halfway through losing Campbell um that we are in a position if we win this week to be nine and seven is is a testament to the amount of talent there is buried in this team um and i i think that when it's all pulled together it can go well oh yeah and fire chuck fucking president i mean to be honest if we didn't have a coordinator it would go better seriously if they just sent the guys out there and let them do like football stuff it would go better Or just get someone out of the stands who would be cheaper and probably appreciate the gig. Make it a guest spot for the week. That would be better than having Bresta hat. Just grab someone out of the car park and make them coordinator and we would get better results because that guy's a fucking idiot. Ah, that's it. Anyway, thanks for the opportunity to vent. Uh, Merry Christmas to uh, you, Randy, and the rest of the Raider Nation. So, Shrader, I'm out.
1: Another fantastic rant, my friend. I love it. I love everything about what you said. Pretty damn cool, Um, especially a part about where we are this season. Uh, Surface Raider, thanks for calling, man. You are the man beneath the waves. And thank you for serving Great Britain, one of our very, very close allies, neighbors, friends, uh, everything that is uh, about that relationship. And, of course, putting your life on the line, brother. You know that. Well, Ritter Nation, as the Surface Raider said, look at where we are. Look at where we've come. Look at the last seven seasons. I know we get pissed when we lose. We get pissed when they play shitty. We get pissed. But we have been winning football games. We have a team with a great deal of talent. We just need to get these coaches to get it together. And you know what I mean by that. This team can go as far as it wants. It has to be driven. It has to be driven from the gut, man. We can do it. We can get in the postseason. First time since 2002. You've got to be jazzed about that. I know I am. I can't wait. And like Raider Damien said, get your ass in a seat in Oakland. If you haven't got tickets and you're anywhere near this area of the country, you better get on a plane, a train, a boat, or an automobile and get your ass in a seat here. And scream your ass off for the entire three hours while the Raiders are out there. And that's what I'm talking about. We need to come together as a fan base right now. This is our time, Raider Nation. Make it so you guys have a great and wonderfully safe New Year's. Be safe out there and be good human beings. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.